Hello, friends, and thanks for subscribing to the Defining Marriage podcast. As always, I'm Matt Baum, and you are James Morris. Who says? As says I. So says you, the man who photographed the Barracuda. I did. Last night I went to the Eagle and I shot Barracuda. Lots of sexy bears and lots of sexy stages of undress. It was an underwear party, you see. There were a lot of animals in that statement. You you went to the Barracuda, the land of the fish that's also a bear, mm-hmm. but you did it at the bird where you saw bears. Yes. And there were a lot of people with pig iconography on their bodies. Oh, that's not kosher. I guess not. I don't know. They weren't being eaten. Well, yes. yet, yes. Uh, are you sure about that? That no one was being eaten? Nom, 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 nom. Oh, like Pac-Man. Nom, 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 nom. Yes. Oh, James, that's a thing. Like um, the Pac-Man cartoon where they get erotically chomped. Yep, yep. Uh, somebody role plays as a pack and somebody role plays as a ghost. Sure. And they just chase them around the house. Oh, James, we've done this. We've we've chased each other around the house many a time, although never with Pac-Man noises. No, that's absolutely not true because we have the Pac-Man noisemaker on the fridge. You're absolutely right. Yes, you have chased me. To the sounds of Pac-Man. It's true. Doodly, 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 doodly. That's That's, a bird call. That is actually the sound um, my uncle used to make when he needed his ass wiped in the early 80s. Uh, He he didn't want to call for his mother because he was like 12. This this was still going on. Uh, But there was an upstairs bathroom. That was the only one where he would poo. And he would open the door a crack and say, toodly, toodly, toodly. That was his signal to his mother to come wipe his ass. I don't know what to say to that. Hmm. Well, I, I mean, what what more can you say? There's nothing You've I want to all. say about that. Totally, totally, totally. Should I adopt that? No. Should that be our new thing? No. Why? James. What? <laughs> you would love it so much. I appreciate an opportunity to come into contact with your butt, uh-huh. but not under those circumstances. No, you don't want to be my white friend? You want, you don't We're want not to be calling my, it that. You don't want to be my fish wipe? We're not calling it that. At the Barracuda? Why is there a fish? Because you're the Barracuda of the house. Ah. Are you the bear? Were you now? You were you the belle of the bears? I was small compared to other people in attendance. I uh, was diminutive. There are actually a lot of tall people there too. In addition to big, soft, cuddly fellows, there are a lot of tall folks. I like a tall man. You do. Tell me all about it. Tall drink of water. Uh, I mean, that's the whole story, basically. I just uh, like uh, when someone's tall and someone else is short, and uh, I feel like I'm shrinking. A plausible size difference. Was, yes. Were these size differences plausible? They, well, they were because it was happening in real life. So. But you never can tell, really. That's true. It could have been the Matrix. It could have been. James, that's what I would do if I was Neo, mm-hmm. and I was in the Matrix, and I had the ability to do anything. If you were a Neo pet. I would arrange for there to be lots of tall people, and I would be short, mm-hmm. and they would all crowd around me. And I don't know. I haven't thought this fantasy through any further than that. I guess they just kind of, I don't know, make fun of me. For your birthday, do you want me to hire a bunch of extremely tall men and rent a bunch of oversized furniture and get you some oversized clothes and tie you up and put you in a bag and deliver you to this location and then take you out and dress you in the oversized clothes and tell you that you've shrunk and then push you into the party and everyone's like a foot and a half taller than you and they're sitting on chairs that are too big for you and you're in clothes that are too big. I will answer that as soon as I deal with this nosebleed I just seem to have gotten. Oh, is this is a, this is a thrilling scenario. James, although I just realized what you're describing is basically an ABDL scenario. Well, no, no, your age hasn't changed. Okay, okay. No, 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 no. Nobody's no, in no. diapers? No, no, absolutely not. It's just you've gotten smaller, and, and the, to your perception, the world's gotten bigger. I mean, what I'm kind of describing is that Lily Tomlin character, and that's the truth. 
But okay, without you just did Lily Tomlin and Dave White voice. No, that, I didn't. Although, should that be my drag character? Uh, Lily Tomlin by way of drag drag white? Drag white, yes. Drag white is Dave White's drag persona. Uh-huh. And you do an adaptation. You do you do a parody because this is ripe. This thing that doesn't exist is uh-huh. ripe for parody and satire. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you parody Dave White, the drag character, da- drag white, uh-huh. as, uh, as Lily Tomlin's Eunice? Was that her name? No, uh-huh. she was the operator. I think that was Ernestine. Ernestine you might be thinking operator. of Eunuch. You, I might be. Because you're always thinking of I nullification. Am. I am, James. Not you've got pl- me all a Twitter with this scenario. Though. Oh, really? Where you're that. the you're the little man? I'm the I little. mean, you oddly enough know plenty of people who are over six four, six five. We I... could convincingly convince you you've you've shrunk into twerpdom. Okay. We could put you in a giant sweater. Actually, you already have some of those from college that you still have in the no, dresser. No, I don't. Yes, no, you I do. don't. Yes, you do. Uh, cable knit giant sweaters, and we could get big floppy clown shoes and big floppy MC Hammer pants. Okay, it's getting silly. And you, you're swimming in your clothes, and then you have to you have to swim out of them because they're too big, and all you're wearing is uh, nothing at all because your underwear is too big too. You know, it just occurred to me this talk of of ABDLs. I know this is not what you're talking about. No, I I think that's unpleasant, and if you like it, shame on you. Oh, okay. Well, I shame your kink. I'm going to be in Chicago in about a week and a half or two. And um, there's a very prominent ABDL store in Chicago. I wonder Is if there? I should write a story about them. What's it? Uh, it? Here's looking at you, kid. I can't remember the name of it. There was there was a bit of uh, discomfort from the neighbors when it opened, if you can believe that. Mm. Um, they had, uh, you know, the, there's nothing inappropriate on the outside of this store. No. Um, but, you know, there's men... Just, a, just, a, just a decal of a, a giant 40-year-old man wearing a diaper and sucking a, a pacifier shaped like a penis? So the windows are all blocked out. Okay. And initially, they were blocked out with, like, giant Lego-like blocks. Okay. And that was deemed to publicly... It seemed like a child might see that and be like, that's a toy store. It does sound like a toy store. Yeah. That sounds so like a toy store I think to it's me. Just, I think it's just blocked up now. I mean, but I suppose go, it is a toy store of sorts. Of sorts. Adult toy store. And you go in and there's a giant cribs mm-hmm. and play pens and all kinds of different diaper options and stuff like that. I wonder if I should see if I could write a story about that while I'm in Chicago. Well, I won't stop you. Uh, you will be in Chicago for IML. Yes, that's correct. In- What's the international deal? I said industrial Mr. Leather. International mm. Mr. Leather. I'll be there covering that for the advocate and uh, hopefully some other outlets. Uh, I'm also going to be um, potentially covering the grabbies if somebody wants me to write about that. That's the uh, annual porn awards. Uh, what else is going on there? Oh, there's also a, these are all very different things. There's also a queer youth prom going on. Not uh, at IML. Not at IML. I see. Uh, I might write a, a little report from a queer youth prom while I'm there. We'll see if that's of, of interest to any of my outlets. Uh, and yeah, that's what's uh, that's the news. I'm going to be staying with your family while I'm there. What? Yes, indeed. Your sister and her uh, brother. Uh, nope. Wait. You're her brother. <laughs> yep. Your sister. Not my sister and her brother. Your sister Your sister and, and her dog. Uh, yeah. And what else? <laughs> and her husband, yes. Jim. Yes. How dare you forget the lovely Jim. <laughs> of course. Of course. I'm not sure. He um, indicated that we might go to a baseball game, but I'm not sure what's happening with that. Will you have a Frank? Will you have a... a, a Cub. Oh yeah! Oh, it's the Cubs. Are is it going to be full of Cubs? Oh, James. it's just like at the Barracuda. Oh, should I wear the same outfit? You should. The one that you you've shrunken into and wriggled out of. Oh well, no, it's the, the one that I wore last night. Oh, I wore a jockstrap. You picked out a jockstrap for me to wear. I see jockstrap. Well, if you're going to an athletic event, I should be an athletic supporter. I. Oh my goodness, how could you? Should I, James? Should I be turned into a jockstrap? And. Uh, 
it, it, I'm not sure how to make these arrangements. You, you had you had a, a good plan for my for my birthday to sh- surround me by giant men and make me think that I'd shrunk. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what sort of illusion would be required to make me think that I was a jockstrap. Well, much like how Alfred Hitchcock fashioned a giant finger and rotary dial for dial M for murder, we could fashion an enormous false uh, set of genitals and yes. the whole accoutrement and you could just kind of hug them and then we could tape you up (laughs) sure and then bring me to a giant gymnasium sure now the scale of things has gone from just slightly taller than you people to something uh less plausible we've moved out of the realm of plausible plausible size size difference difference. this this is what the holodeck would be used for if there was a holodeck it wouldn't be it wouldn't be for shakespeare it wouldn't be for jane eyre it would be for weird sex. Speaking of weird sex and man babies, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's Mother's Day, and I all can't wait to see where you're going. All with this. babies come from mothers, baby, and tell me what you're gonna get me for Mother's <laughs> Day, because I am the lady of the house, lady of the house, going over there looking at the children aphids in, the underwear- in your underwear. underwear sure. Uh, well, I was going to make you sushi for lunch. Oh. Do you like that? Sushi for Sumi? For Sumi? Yes, your Su- Sumi is your mom name. Oh. Wait, isn't Sumi E a, a thing? I don't know. Are you thinking of Sumi Masen? <laughs> I am now. Okay. Uh, where, where... And a Sumi Masen to everybody listening. <laughs> so, yes, yes, indeed. From the bottoms of our hearts. And the bottoms of our butts. You shouldn't be listening to this on Mother's Day of all days. Oh, you, you won't, won't be. be. <laughs> you can't be, because it's already passed. Unless you want to wait a whole year. It's in the past. And I advise that. Put At it least. in a capsule and swallow it until next year. Can you imagine the confusion when that time capsule is opened in decades after post-apocalyptic Earth? And this is the only evidence that anyone has? This is the only indication of what civilization was like? Go and create a confusion in the city. Okay. Uh, should we get to the marriage news? Uh, yeah. So, uh, I think last week we talked about Bermuda legalizing marriage equality. Bermuda. Bermuda. Where you can find the Barracuda. So, they did that. Uh, cruise ships are very excited about that. Oh, I bet. They can't wait to have actual official recognized gay marriages at sea. Which I, bo- I'm not bo- sure. Bo- 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 what? Here's the thing: is I'm not sure why they couldn't do that before. Yeah. So I'm not sure, like international law and gay marriages and captains can marry whoever mm-hmm. they want. I'm not sure how that works. Well, I think as long as you're on a love boat, anything goes. So according to these cruise ships, they're investigating the law and seeing what's required. They have in the past been doing symbolic marriages on the cruise ships for same-sex couples. So I'm going to guess. Uh, with no information, that this applies only to cruise ships that are chartered out of Bermuda. I think that that seems like how it would have to work. So if if a ship's port of call or port of cullis, I don't know how any of these maritime things work. I'm not a a seaman. But uh, I think if a ship is, if its nation of origin allows same-sex yeah, marriage? I, I see where you're going. I then they can right. Then they can perform it. But if they are not of such a nation, they probably can perform it. Uh, you know, the captain can exercise his captainly duties, get into his formal uniform, which is a miniskirt on the Enterprise. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mr. Hum, Hung? Mr. Hung? Mr. Hung, yes. Mr. Hung will bang his gong and have some cocktails. Mm-hmm. And then everyone gets naked and everyone gets married. Wonderful. So among the ships that are going to hopefully <laughs> soon have marriage equality available, the Queen Elizabeth, 
the Queen Victoria and the Queen Mary too. A lot of queens. Like so, so are these queens all based out of Bermuda? I guess. I guess it would have to be. And uh, the Cayman Islands are considering doing marriage equality next. Are so. they going to change their name to the Gay Man Islands? The Gay Man Islands. Yes, Bermuda and the Gay Man Islands. Well, you can uh, stuff your money there, and you can smuggle your bone. All right, now come up with a gay pun for Trinidad and Tobago. Uh, well, those are the names of uh, my butt cheeks. Okay, great. Uh, more international news. Canada uh, just issued a gay marriage stamp. Wait, wait, can we go back to Trinidad and oh, Tobago? Right. Why did those come up? I don't know, because they're islands that uh, seem to want some sort of gay pun. Oh, islands in a stream. Okay. Well, and, okay, so Trinidad, Trinidad, I don't know, Trinidad and Tobago. <laughs> That's terrible. No, not that. Tobago's and Fuego, baby. Great. Canada issued a gay marriage stamp. Okay. Uh, I was hoping when I read this headline that it was like a rubber stamp that you like yeah. just stamp, stamp on a pad and then you stamp somebody with it and gay married and now you're gay married just because of the stamp. Sure. But no, it's for the mail. Uh, Ooh, the, mail. <laughs> the international mail. Uh, so Canada is releasing for um, some sort of anniversary celebration uh stamps that commemorate 10 milestones in canadian history and marriage equality is one of them what are the rest um so i don't have all of them uh they haven't released all of them uh two of the others this is the fourth that they've released Mm -hmm. one of the others is the 1967 world exposition in montreal okay i don't know what was exposed there but it must have been pretty good well we went to the uh remains of one in in queens and it was quite a sight flushing i can't remember Uh, where that was it was the world's fair 1960 something world's fair there was some flushing when we were done with it wow yeah do you want to elaborate you had too much milk no yes. you can't accuse actually i don't remember what we, oh no we went to the little model of new york that's yes. right there's a museum by the arthur ash place pavilion mm-hmm. and you go to a little this this room that's filled with a giant model of new york that you can you can walk on top of like, uh, like godzilla not, well not like God, you can walk around the perimeter yeah like uh like a like a a petulant Godzilla just yes. pacing around the city. Fussy. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we, we went... Into oh, the... it all looks so good. I don't know where to start. <laughs> we just watched Young Gary, the MST3K oh, yes. episode featuring a Korean giant monster. I don't know. Is that a real Korean legend, I wonder? Is Young Gary a real Korean legend? Anyway, I guess well, we'll never know. Uh, young Gary, Young Ross. And the other uh, thing that they have issued a stamp to commemorate is uh, the unveiling of the space robot named as Canadarm. Tell me, what? I know, doesn't that sound great? That's so much more exciting than the 1967 World Exposition in Montreal. I mean, no, I bet that was pretty good, too. But what is this uh, space robot? The space robot known as Canadarm uh-huh. uh, is the arm. You know, whenever you see, like, the, the International Space Station and there's an arm doing stuff, or it might be the shuttle, actually. I think it's the shuttle. Okay. NASA's shuttle. Uh, and you see, like, an arm doing repairs and moving stuff around and mm-hmm. extending. That was built in Canada. It's called the Canadarm. Aww. And it's it's since retired. Oh. It's been replaced by Canadarm 2. Oh. And it's got what is described. So Canadarm 2 has at the end of it this sort of Swiss army knife of robot things that can do all kinds of different things. Mm-hmm. It is described as a robot handyman named Dexter. Oh, that's very I know, sweet. like Dexter, like Dexterous. Well, I, I imagine. So is Canadarm ordained to perform gay marriages oh, at sea? Can you get gay married in space? Well, I imagine the captain of the vessel, again, mm. if it's a love boat, anything goes. Yeah. Okay. So that's going on. That's what's happening in Canada and space. Well, we, this, we were just talking about this. Captain Picard can marry people, right? Yes, he, so, he does occasionally. So surely on the International Space Station, whoever is 
in charge can probably marry people whether they want it or not. <laughs> I wonder who will be the first one to get married in space. Hmm. Well, who? Lance Bass wanted to go to space. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Did he? I think he might have with I, the Russians. Did he? I'm he might not be sure part of this whole that. Trump thing. Could what? Lance Bass in space. That's part of the Trump thing? Yeah, the whole Russia conspiracy. Oh, oh, I see. He went up to space to hide the, the, the tapes. Okay. On the moon. Oh, is that where the wizard came from? The wizard came from the moon. Yeah, that's an obscure reference. Okay, so uh, are we done with Canada or should we move on uh, to... Uh... I'll never be done with Canada. Okay. Our neighbor to the north, uh, we have yet to take advantage of the fact that we are a mere ferry ride, ferry wide. Mm-hmm. We're a mere ferry wide away from beautiful Victoria. Mowage. Yeah. So, okay. So, uh, you know, sometime at some point we should go to Canada. That would be nice. And, and maybe, never come maybe, back. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Uh, I got Oh, man. Uh, one of the reasons that Canada um, is uh, challenging to me is because mm-hmm. uh, just arranging to have my data like we were at the border and i realized oh shoot i should change my data plan mm-hmm. on my cell phone so i don't get charged roaming and just doing that cost me like 30 dollars because they thought i was already in canada because we were like at the at the border thing it, so, it is uh, a solvable problem but it is a yes. problem yes i'm oh my god i'm looking at um how to deal with my roaming while I'm in Europe this summer. Uh-huh. And, oh, boy, that's complicated. I mean, I can get a, I can get kind of a burner phone or I can get a, a phone with a SIM that can come in and out. And I've got, like, an older iPhone that I think... I'm not sure if I can fiddle with the, well, let's, the SIMs uh, in this. Yeah, yeah, Matthew's, like, disassembling his phone right yeah, in go. front of me. All right. Oh, anyway. Roaming, Ooh. R-O-M-E-I-N-G. Are you going to go to Rome? Are you going to meet with the Pope? Maybe. Oh, oh. He's going to go, hey, il duce. Is that what he says? What he says it'll douche. I don't know. He gives you the old douche. Well, so uh, what do we have from Europe? We do have news from Europe. Oh. Uh, Romania. Oh, well, you're Roman in Romania. The Chamber of Deputies there has voted to amend the Constitution to prohibit marriage equality. Uh, now that goes on to the Senate. Then it has to have a referendum within 30 days. So uh, so wait, wait, wait. They are amending their Constitution to prohibit marriage equality. That is correct. So uh, they seem late to this party. I guess so, yeah. I feel like the, the flood of that happening was, was happening pre... I don't know, pre-2010, there's a big rush to do that. I don't know, this may be some sort of European Union thing where they're worried that the European Union will make them recognize marriage equality, and so they're... Are they part of the EU? I I don't know. Because I thought the EU uh, encouraged that, if not... uh, I don't know, what are the rules? Is Romania part of the European Union? All right, here's what I got. No, she can't answer that. Well, according to this thing that Siri just called up, the motto of the European Union is... Motto of the European Union. Nice. Yeah. Not what I asked, uh, <laughs> but now I know how to uh, how to greet people when in Europa. Yes. But so we still anyway. don't know if Romania is part of the EU, EU, and we don't know what the EU's position on marriage equality is. Uh, I believe so. The European Union has the Court of Human Rights that right. uh, says that uh, you should have marriage equality, but they have no way to enforce that. Uh, well, I mean, they do hold purse strings. So, I mean, they don't bother attaching any kind of financial carrots or sticks to that? Not, no, the Court of Human Rights is uh, fairly limited in what they're able to, to mandate. They can basically just issue advisory things. Sure, but is there not... A, so, again, I don't know how any of this works. Is there not an EU parliament that can like could the court not issue a recommendation to the parliament and then the parliament do something i suppose that could happen but it has but it doesn't happen okay yeah. i mean i can see how uh the union is uh beset on multiple sides yeah, there, at this there point. are things to worry about and yeah. so maybe this isn't uh 
a high priority for yeah. them. So anyway, so uh, Romania is going to be um, having this referendum probably at some point within the next month. Okay. Bucharest Pride is on May 20th, so there may be some organizing there and then to try to halt mm-hmm. this sort of thing. But uh, I don't, I'm, I'm not super optimistic uh, about uh, that that particular part of Europe is generally not very conducive towards LGBT equality. Sure. Uh, I mean, is there any indication that that you've seen of which way it's expected to go? Or you're not optimistic? Uh, I'm not optimistic. I haven't seen any indication. The vote in the Chamber of Deputies was uh, fairly, I don't remember what the numbers were, but it was uh, not close. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. then. Sad trombone for Romania. A little bit more sad news. Uh, Nigeria, uh, 54 people have been arrested for uh, they're accused of attending a gay wedding. Okay. Uh, They face 14 years in prison for that. Oh, dear. According to them, it was just a birthday party and that the the charges are all made up. So, um, you know, we talk a lot about uh, how terrible things are in Chechnya. And Mm -hmm. yes, indeed, they are very terrible. But things are also real bad in Nigeria. If you can't, uh, I mean, just going to, even if it's true that it was a gay wedding, Mm -hmm. they would be thrown into jail for up to 14 years for that my goodness that's awful uh indeed it is that's gonna do a lot of good for a lot of people yeah yeah it's really gonna protect a lot of folks um speaking of uh stupid ideas uh british the british supreme court will hear a case regarding cakes in october oh boy okay another one of these yeah another one of these it's about as um, open and shut and, and boilerplate as these cases always are. Ooh. Somebody wanted a cake that said support gay marriage. It was for some sort of celebration in honor of International Day of against homophobia or transphobia. And uh, Bakery said no. And then also said um, there was a same-sex couple that wanted a wedding cake. And they're like, no, we're not going to do that either. And they were fined. And now they're appealing and blah. So I, I gave this a look-see. Um just on my own, on my own, earlier. Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, I thought that this was a bakery that had previously been taken to court over this issue. Mm-hmm. Um, they had been fi- found uh, in violation of something. Again, I don't know what these international laws are, but they were found in violation of something and required to serve a customer for their wedding. And so this is sort of their second refusal and second run in with this sort of thing. I believe that's correct, yes. And okay. it, now it's going to it's going to a higher court. Okay. And is there any sense of like did was this cuz it sounds like the customer requested a cake that specifically said support gay marriage from a bakery that had already run into some trouble with this. I think the timing is different. I think it's that they made this request I, I didn't see anything about, like, the request coming specifically because somebody knew that this bakery was rejected. Well, that's what I'm asking. Is, I don't is know. this an intentional thing? Because, like, I, I mean, either way, if it was decided they have to serve all customers, they have to serve all customers. But, um, I don't know. Is it antagonizing? Like, is it intentionally meant to be antagonistic? Maybe, but that's how you get these, you know, that's how you get a, a, a lawsuit to rule and, you know, to, to establish a precedent. So okay. I, mean, I don't know that this is the best use of time and the best precedent to set, but I mean, somebody's got to do it at some point, I guess. So here we go. I mean, it's, uh, it's okay. not something that is particularly, that strikes me as particularly urgent, but then again, 
you know, establishing this pattern for something easy and gettable like a bakery means that the pattern will all be established, will already be established when something comes up like uh, a funeral, for example, which we talked about in a previous week. You know, if, if there's a law that says, okay, no, no discrimination, no discrimination, and the bakery case can happen without anyone having to die, uh, okay, great. Yeah, although I, I don't know, I can see it also the other way that uh, the case of a funeral home refusing to serve someone because uh, he and his partner were in a same-sex relationship uh, is actually, I think, much more gettable for a lot of people That's true. than the cake thing. Like, I think it's much easier to be sympathetic to the person who had to drive, uh, what was it? Like, the nearest funeral home was like... like 90 a- minutes away, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, not a not a young man, as I understand it. Uh, burying his his partner of some time, mm-hmm. uh, a hardship, a sad tale. Um, I think that's something that it, it's easier for people to understand why it's so important that businesses not be able to pick and choose based on someone's relationship configuration. Yes. Whereas the cake thing, I think it's really easy to get up in arms and be like, uh, oh, those poor bakers, they're being forced to make a, a, it how sad they're trying to make this fun, happy cake and their lives are ruined because they have to think about bum sex. Yeah, um, the the cake one is definitely you hear a lot of like, oh, can't they just go somewhere else? So I don't know. I, I'm of two minds of this. One is like do the cake one because it's easy and le- from a legal easy? perspective, I think so. From a legal perspective, yes. From a public relations perspective, no. Okay. But from a legal perspective, I think it's it's a, a case that is easy for lawyers to argue and for us to win uh, in this country. I don't know how it's going to work in in the UK, but so far it's gone in favor of the of the same sex couples. Mm-hmm. Um, so legally. Yeah, but in, when it comes to court of public opinion, I agree that the funeral home is something that's going to engender a lot more sympathy. So I don't know. I, I, I can see I can see either one being the one that you'd want to go with. But the, the cake's the one we've got, and the cake's the one that they're pushing. And so October we're gonna get uh, we're gonna have some, I guess, oral argument for that, and maybe they'll serve a cake. Okay. I mean, I, I just think that, you know, obviously I've, I've said as much already, but it's a lot easier to be sympathetic to uh, the man who lost his husband uh, up against the evil Dickensian mortician. Uh, whereas on the cake thing, I think it's easier to sympathize with the baker who doesn't want to feel bad about making a cake. Yeah, I guess it just depends on how important sympathy is to you. Like I said, court of public opinion, sympathy, very important. Sure. Court of law, sympathy, less important. Sure. Still, I mean, still a thing. Of course, judges aren't robots. They're not canadarms. They should be. They should be. They Could canadarm get a, a, a wig? A, a, see, you know, th- this is the way the country's going, is we're going to wind up with uh, Yahoo Sirius on the Supreme Court, and Canada's going to get some space robots. Sure. Uh, I look forward to canadarm getting a giant gavel. Oh, oh my God, that'd be great. Dexter grips a big gavel, and it wears a wig, and it says, hear ye, hear ye. You know, it's a it's a giant arm in space with a hammer on the end of it, and it just bonks into the into the planet and uh squishes all of our problems oh dear that's problem solved uh okay uh last bit of news this week uh from uh, sydney no u.s news but uh, we got some sydney news yeah oh first of all australia sydney poitier uh there's a new study that says that uh, marriage equality costs australia 550 million dollars or would cost 550 million dollars in its first year so the first year of marriage equality in australia bring in 550 million dollars to the economy wait would cost it so by not enacting marriage equality, oh, I see. Australia is losing out on five hundred fifty million dollars. 
Okay. In the first year of marriage. Yeah. Okay. So uh, what, that's, what that's, they're saying is that there's an opportunity to bring in $550 yes. million. And instead, uh, all of that money is going to New Zealand. Not all of that money, but mm-hmm. a lot of that money is going to New Zealand where people, you know, people go to New Zealand and get married there instead. Okay. So and good then, for New Zealand, I guess. So if somebody goes to New Zealand, if an Australian goes to New Zealand, gets mm-hmm. married and returns to Australia, are they then considered married? I think so. I think so Australia recognizes... I think Australia recognizes foreign international marriages, I think. Oh, well, then okay. maybe they should just go out on a love boat. Go out oh, for a yeah. little ride. You know, I think you could just make the case that Australia is an island. It's it's just a very big boat. So, an True. island... What is an island but a very big boat? Well, and who's the captain? Oh, Captain Tenille. Kangaroo? Yeah, oh. sure. Yes. Yes. Oh, that makes much more sense. Uh, it, it makes much more sense. Yeah. Uh, okay, and the other ridiculous news uh, from Sydney. So apparently, mm-hmm. there's this Real Housewives of Sydney show. There is one everywhere. Yep, and uh, so on the program last week, they had a marriage between a cat and a dog. <laughs> Okay. So here's a quote from uh, one of the people on the show. Mm-hmm. Today is a big day for Frosty the cat and Charlie the puppy to get married, and I am the maid of honor. <laughs> Now, I assume this is a, a human woman writing this. Yes. Okay. It's, it is saying this. Okay. It's going to be a fun event to promote equal marriage for the gays and lesbians. Oh, no. Yes. Uh, did she just realize the dog and cat were living in sin? I guess. I don't know. I, like, I don't know if the cat and the dog are, like, gay or what's oh, going yeah, on here. Oh, yeah, they both. Are they same gender? I don't gender? know. I don't know. So, uh, other people on the show were like, that's nice. And other people on the show were like, what? Yeah. But most of them did attend the ceremony. Okay. Uh, one person did not. Uh, I don't know <laughs> her name. Was a conscientious objector? Was a conscientious objector. Okay. Um, she said later, I was told this event was in support of gay marriage, and I thought it was inappropriate to support gay marriage by marrying a cat and a dog. I would agree with that. Yes. Yes. Um, it is, the, the semiotics of it are so wrong. Yes. It is, this is the uh, Zootopia of the Real Housewives. Mm-hmm. Um, so the show. Thank seems- you for trying, but, uh, <laughs> but what are you doing? Yeah, you've 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 gotten a few things uh, awfully wrong. Uh, apparently, at the wedding, one of the Real Housewives turned to another and said, "Did you bring a tissue? I think I'm going to vomit." <laughs> um, I, I mean, a wedding for a dog and a cat wedding is stupid. <laughs> yes, but um, but could be very cute. I think, yeah, you know, but I would like to see it for the cute value. And then if they were, you know, if they were just like, we want to do this because it's cute, great. But then they're like, we're doing this to like, it's great. support marriage equality no, for gays and lesbians. It's great television marketing. Uh, that's why we're talking about it. We wouldn't be talking about true. the dog and cat marriage that's on true. The Real Housewives of Sydney they, if it weren't for this banana hammock angle. So they tried to stir up some drama on the show and, and sure. ask the person who didn't go if it was offensive for them to have missed it. Right. And uh, she said, I really don't think Frosty and Charlie could give a flying fuck that I didn't turn up to watch them get married. Uh, wonderful. Okay, well, this I'm on this person's side. Yeah. She is my uh, Patronus. Sure. That's, a, that's just an Australian bridesmaid. Yes, it's also what I'm going to be drinking if I have to watch a dog and cat <laughs> marriage in support of same-sex marriage. I mean, obviously, obviously, the great... Great television marketing. Mm-hmm. Very kudos to you, Koala Walla and friends. Um, James, would if we got married, would we do a, a dog and cat marriage? Would you be a cat and I'd be a dog? What we would do, Matthew, is we would put you in a giant tuxedo. Mm-hmm. We would only hire people over seven feet to mm-hmm. be our wedding guests. Um, and I wait. Would I'd be, be like a penguin. Yes, and I would be replaced with a chimpanzee. Would I have an egg? And you would have an 
egg because oh because you're a gay penguin i understand yeah and uh i would wait be- I, i'm a penguin marrying a chimp yes uh, so uh, you introduced the penguin aspect of this. I was just going to have you be a tiny little man. Oh, but you were going to be a chimp. But I was going to be a chimp. Okay. And uh, it would be called The Chimp and the Chump, and that would be our reality show. <sighs> That's so romantic. Um, you'd be the tiny chump. Yes, and surrounded by tall men. But wait, yes. you'd you'd look short too then. Well, I'd be the chimp. Oh, I guess chimps are short uh you know they're they're smaller than your average human i guess uh and then there would be the episode where i get unruly and tear off your genitals no eat them no yes what well you've always wanted me to give them a nosh i suppose but not quite so uh vehemently that uh, the chimp and the chump is going to be australia's biggest hit and also it has the most wholesome political message of all yeah that when the incredible shrinking man marries a chimpanzee god will punish him by having his genitals torn off and devoured excellent it's a greek tragedy that, and a greek opening that's the true meaning of marriage mm. how wonderful well I, if we don't have anything else to discuss this week or perhaps ever again after this scenario has been painted for me yep. uh thank you for joining us everybody as always let me know your thoughts at matt baum on twitter you can leave a review of the show on itunes and of course get the defining marriage book at definingmarriage.com uh if you're going to be in chicago for iml uh, look for me there and um yeah, of course listen to uh, the sewers of paris my other podcast we've got some excellent guests recently we've got a really good one coming up i'm going to be editing this afternoon and uh, I've been on Throwing Shade recently, and LGBTQ and A recently, and uh, Minor Revelations, so you can hear me on those podcasts. And uh, anything else? Anything else we want to talk about? Oh, of course, James, you are streaming all the time at Pretty Pretty Pixel. It's twitch.tv slash Pretty Pretty Pixel, and I'm there sometimes, too. Sometimes. Will you be recording a Sewers of Paris from Paris? I hope so. Oh, my I hope goodness. so. I have, I have some people uh, lined up that I'm going to be meeting with. So. Will you be uh, sipping some Paul Masson? Because the, you know, California oh, champagne. the French champagne. Well, you could bring your own California champagne. It's fermented in the bottle. Oh, the California. No, wait. The French champagne is a tradition of excellence. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why he... Why, James, in Same retrospect... Same French excellence. I guess, I guess they just want to compare it. What why even mean? bring up French champagne at the beginning of a commercial for California champagne? Because it makes you think about the French champagne. Sure. It's a California champagne made with the same French excellence. I, am I remembering it's fermented this... fermented in the bottle. Incorrectly. I am absolutely 100% remembering this incorrectly. Mm-hmm. That in that Orson Welles commercial, with every mm-hmm. take, there's a whole roast chicken on the table in front of him. And at every take, part of it has been eaten. That definitely is not true. But it's what I remember in my head. And, and then his co-stars, you start seeing bites taken out of them. <laughs> right. Uh, you know why I'm thinking that? Because I'm really hungry. I bet you I are. I am going to make you some sushi for lunch. You say that. It takes a long time to make sushi. You could also just st- have a... Yep. You could, you could have a big peanut butter. I've forced you to make love to the peanut butter, and you have enjoyed it. By the power vested in me by this podcast, I hereby pronounce the internet over. Paul Masson.